Welcome to 15 Minutes of Mental Toughness with your host, Dr. Rob Bell. Dr. Rob interviews expert coaches, executives, and athletes about mental toughness and their hinge moments. The hinge. It connects who we are with who we've become, and it only takes one. And now for your host, Dr. Rob. What I've, what I've noticed is, is is events like that and others that have come along, they get to they get to determine almost a crossroads sort of a scenario for us. And, and then we're faced to, to do we do we live with the the uh, in that in that moment and let that moment define us or or do we live outside of that moment and, and continue to move forward and, and this episode is brought to you by Some Sleep. Go to getsome.com. That's G-E-T-S-O-M.com. We all deserve a better night's sleep. You drink one can 30 minutes before bed, and it's that simple. This awesome blend lets you not only fall asleep fast, but then wake up feeling absolutely refreshed, not hungover or foggy. You're going to absolutely love this product. And in fact, if you go to getsome.com, and enter in the promo code Dr. Rob Bell, D-R-R-O-B-B-E-L-L, you get 10% off. Guarantee you're going to love this product. Go there right away. All right, so welcome to the 15 Minutes of Mental Toughness. Our guest today is Neil Richmond, former uh, chaplain, high school teacher, and now president of neilrichmond.com. So Neil, uh, is a marketing strategist, so help us with all uh, util- how to utilize technology in all our lives. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get to the question about you trying to predict the future, on where we get to, and where's technology gonna drive us. Yeah. But yep. Um, but I, I want everyone to know here that uh, that you're a big Wallabies fan, and uh, and just Aussie extraordinaire. So uh, welcome. Yes. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, anything Australian, I'm all for. Not those Kiwis, but the Aussies, uh, most definitely. So um, won't mention anything about the All Blacks here. No, no, no. We don't want to do that. There's no right. good reason for that. Um, but you know, I am actually more American than I am Australian now because I've been in this country longer than I was in my own growing up. So, um, and and you know, I think about I think about what you do with mental toughness and all that, and I think if there's anybody in this world who's got to have some mental toughness between these uh, this thick skull here. It's got to be a marketer, right? <laughs> Beating their head right. against the wall every day. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, welcome to 15 Minutes of Mental Toughness, Neil. Thanks for, yes. thanks for Thank joining you. us. So we've got five questions that we're going to yep. run by you uh, for, for our audience. And uh, so from your standpoint, so what does mental toughness mean to you? I think it's resilience is, an, is the word that always comes to mind uh, for me on that you know the ability to bounce back uh when you have setback backs or, or or when things go differently than what you planned uh very little of life goes according to plan and and i think if you if you allow those events to shape you in such a way that that you know you just fall in a heap and and don't want to go on anymore um that's what you're trying to avoid and, and we're going to have those setbacks. We're going to have those days. But I think building mental toughness says, 
when those days come and when those setbacks happen, how do I react? How resilient am I to them? And what, what do I, what do I do differently going forward? And, and that's something I think about on a daily basis is, you know, learn from what I've done and try to make a better step going forward. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So, yeah. you know, on, on that theme, so what have been some examples of mental toughness in, in your life? Oh, in my life, boy, the, the biggest one that jumps out of me uh, was when I was 10 years old and uh, my dad passed away unexpectedly after getting sick nothing major um and and you know here's me and my two brothers and my mum left without a father and a husband and i i you know i was only 10 at the time i wasn't analytical thinking about things like i do today but i look back on that and and, and i had some choices at that point on how i navigated the road forward and and, and i grew up in a in an australian german household my grandmother came from Germany um, after the Second World War and moved to Australia. Uh, and and talk about a tough lady. Uh, sure, she was very tough, and she was she. I mean, she, when I would go over to visit when I was little, she would pull out the the um, math times table and she would hammer me with that stuff for hours on end. And I'd be like, No, no, I'm done. Let me go. Let me go. And she'd be like, No. What what, what numbers? Did, what numbers did you have to do? I had to do them all. I mean, she had me up to the 12 by 12s and the whole the whole thing there okay. um, as a young kid. And, and there was just an expectation you were going to do that. Now, I will admit, the reward was worth it for me. Great German food. So, you know, I, 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 grew, I learned the love of food with all that as well. But but that I think about that and I, and I think, you know what? One of the things she taught me was when, when stuff happens like that, I mean, how, that, was, that was huge for our family. It, it caused a lot of things to happen in our family. But I learned a strategy on how to deal with setbacks and you can't look at setbacks and, and things that come into your life as an end point. Um, I, I think the best way I can look at them is as a new beginning going forward. And so I have a chance to, ch- to change something. I have a chance to do something different after this now. Am I gonna let that influence what I do going forward or, or not? Mm-hmm. And, and you know, I went to, to boarding school when I was 12. Young kid in amongst all these uh, high school kids uh, living four or five hours away from home. And, and I had to learn to adapt in that environment. My grandmother would send me this great little box of, uh, of, of bickies, biscuits, cookies, as, uh, as, as you would call them. And um, my roommate, who was uh, one of the oldest guys there in the, in the dorm, he would confiscate them or, or he would at least take a tax out of them. Sure. Um, Terror. From, you know, protection. <laughs> and all that. So, so I learned through a lot of those younger experiences just how to how to be on my own, how to survive, how to take what is going on in your world and and, and turn it around in, into into positive things. So, I think that's a big thing, and 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 that's a couple of examples of how I've yeah. done that. So, obviously, you know, the next question is kind of about the hinge moment in yeah. your life, and and obviously, you know, tragedy like that is an immediate hinge. Oh, yeah. So yeah. when, when you've had time um, now in your many years to reflect, what, um, what what was the biggest lesson do you think that, that you learned from from that kind of situation? Because as a 10-year-old kid, I mean, it's really difficult to deal with. Yeah. 
it took quite a few years to about look at, back at that um, and and see see you know what good can come from from my father no longer being in my life and you know I sit here now it's 40 years I mean I, majority of my life has been without him uh, in it I wish it was different but but that's not the way it is so I, I look back at that and, and in the years what I what I've noticed is 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 events like that and others that have come along they get to they get to determine almost a crossroads sort of a scenario for us and then we're faced to, to do we do we live with the the uh, in that in that moment and let that moment define us or or do we live outside of that moment and and continue to move forward and and what I did is I tried to look at each of those things as opportunities that changed the course of my life that led to me to be in a different place at a different time. And that led for me to be in other places and so on. And, and that led to me being here in the US now uh, and so on. If my father had not passed away, I would be probably a farmer in Southwest Australia today. I probably wouldn't have had the opportunities that I had because of that. Mm. So so I'm not saying that was, that was great. I wish that would have happened. But because it happened, I allowed it. Now, now, conversely, it didn't do the same for my brother. He's he struggled a lot, and that has been a big pivotal uh, moment for him. That that he he didn't it doesn't seem like he was able to move uh, out of, um, and has felt like his life has struggled a lot from there. So that's an example of how sure. I would I would look at that. That was a huge hinge moment. You know, when I moved to the U.S., that was it was a huge hinge moment on on where I was going and what I was doing. And, and I'm here at starting with a whole new clean slate of people I don't know, can't get a job because nobody knows who I am. And I decided to go back to school and become a teacher and impact lives through that. You know, fast forward 15 years later, uh, I'm burned out from being a teacher. I'm, I'm like, ah, oh, fried by it. What do I do now? Another hinge moment. Move from Los Angeles back to Indiana and start working in, and creating a business of my own uh, and so on. And so these, these moments came along and rather than letting them sort of turn, you know, inward, I, I, I focused out at what could be new opportunities. Yeah. Well, it's probably just the living in L.A. would burn you out, man. That was pretty tough, but I love it. I still love it. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, I, L.A. is one of the cities where you either love it or you hate it. There's really yeah, not in between. Yeah. I hated the traffic and all that that you sure. get, but I loved I loved the weather and and what you had available there and the culture of all that and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um. So with in your years and working with so many different people, uh, what would be one specific thing on on how to coach people on on how to build mental toughness? What is something that people can do, whether it's on an everyday basis? Um, or, or big picture basis that people can do to build mental toughness? What have you seen? I, I think about mental toughness as like um, having to be built on a solid foundation. You, you gotta, you've got to build on this solid platform. And if you don't build who you are as a person on a, on a solid base and a solid platform, you know, for me, coming from a from a Christian perspective and a spiritual perspective, I believe that that a big part of that is having having God at that foundation, having having God in there. You know, but but for those that don't, you know, as I've had those conversations, I think it's about I think it's about starting every day, 
um, taking every one of those opportunities and, and taking a moment to actually stop and think about the course that's ahead of you and how you want it to go um, and, and driving the direction versus letting the direction drive you. Um, and I think that's a big thing because, because if you're just going to let whatever happens uh, sort of push you around, then uh, being mentally tough is going to be really, really a struggle for you. Yeah. Uh, if you're pretty clear on where you're going and the why behind it, then then I think it's it's so much easier to stay tough uh, on the course, you know. And that you now I was a golf coach too, so I I I, I work with high school kids. Um, probably none of them were were exceptional golfers, uh, but they love golf. I, I've never been an exceptional golfer, but I but I love golf. And talk about a game that that truly gets between your ears and like messes with everything. I mean, one one bad shot and all of a sudden the wheels are falling off where if you really stopped and thought about it, you can recollect yourself from that bad shot or whatever that, that moment was and, and, and focus a little differently. The whole outcome of that round could be different. Yeah. Um, Neil, thank you so much for your time and for, uh, for sharing. And, and, and where, can people, uh, where can people learn more about you? Yeah, people can find out uh, more about me at neilrichmond.com. And I love to help them with uh, just some strategy uh, when it comes to marketing, uh, looking at WordPress and websites and how that could be an integral part. And hey, glad, glad I could be here with you today. Awesome. Thanks, Neil. No worries. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you for listening to the Mental Toughness Podcast. If you like what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe to our podcast. You can also check us out on Twitter at Dr. Rob Bell or visit our website at drrobbell.com.